I'm Lauren Green, and this is the Let's Meet for Coffee podcast. This podcast was created so I could have real, authentic, and encouraging conversations with my special guests and with you. We'll talk about faith, relationships, passions, and purpose. So whether you like coffee or tea, mimosas or matcha, grab your drink and join us. We're going to keep it real, grow together, and have some fun. Okay, so it says you are live. Okay. Hi. <laughs> this is so exciting. I know. Okay. Where's your coffee? Where's your coffee? Cheers. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay, so thank you for being here. This is Let's Meet for Coffee. Um, and I have my friend Juana Brown. I just realized I just told her that. He's brown with an E at the end, and I'm green with an E at the end, so we got something in common. Yes, <laughs> I'm a brownie and you're a greenie. That's right. <laughs> so if you're watching, um, make sure to just say hi. Engage in the comments. Um, like, love, whatever your thing is. Just let us know you're here. Um, say hi to us. We don't want to just talk with each other, but we want to talk to you, too. So this is going to be super fun. Um, the purpose of this is just, like I said, to have fun, to um, hopefully bring you some value, just to get to know you, Juana, a little bit better. Y'all, to be honest, like, I don't know Juana all that well. Like, we met at the Raw Network event at a morning of gratitude back in, what, November? Mm-hmm. So it hasn't been very long, but she's super cool. I'm just going to say that. Oh, thank um, you. So let's see, what are you drinking? I know we cheers, but share, tell everybody what you got in your cup. I don't know if I'm saying it right. I say Dolgona coffee, but they say it oh, differently too. But it's the whipped coffee, the instant whipped coffee. I am yes. like, in, in that And yours came out so pretty. All right. Oh, so pretty. When I've tried those before, they don't come out looking like that. I'm just <laughs> so we're having the date. That's what I've been doing with all my friends. Literally, I'll post pictures on Instagram and they're like, Juana, mine is not looking like that. So I'm like, come on, let's do a call. Right. Seriously. I was just on a date yesterday. So yes, we're getting on a date. I need a tutorial or something because mine did not look like that. <laughs> it tastes Literally, bad. that's all I've been getting is messages like, um, can we, like, can you help me out here? I'm like, yes, oh, yeah. I perfected it. I like, love it. <laughs> what do you have? So good. Okay, I just have a classic iced vanilla coffee okay. with the iced i like hot coffee in the morning Me too. and iced like throughout the day so we're good yeah. same thing here i actually didn't like ice very much but my oldest who's going to be 20 in june she loves iced coffee. She's a coffee drinker just like me. And she used to do the hot with me in the morning. And then she's like, mom, you got to get into this. I'm like, girl, I need to work. But now I love it. Look <laughs> at that. <laughs> so I'm going to put you on, on blast real quick. Because one of the reasons I brought Juana on was because on your Insta stories, I always see you dancing in your car with your phone. All the time. <laughs> All the time. You and everybody else that's passing by. <laughs> But the funniest thing is, you know, I'll get those weird looks because they're like, are you okay? But then I'll have people roll down their windows and be like, girl, we're both like, right. you, can't be, you can't be so serious all the time. Um, I love all. music. I love, love, love music. 
the kids love music. Um, anytime we're having a hard day or someone's going through something, we like stop everything we're doing and everybody meets in the kitchen or if we're in the car, somebody's arguing like, yo, three minutes, let's listen to a song and we just dance. <laughs> we need to dance. relaxes right? all of us, exactly. Yes. Uh, so I love, yeah, I can't go a day without music. No. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> you have a favorite kind? Like a- um, No, I love, I'm Dominican. So of course I love my bachata. Yes. Singing, salsa, everything. I grew up in New York in um, El Barrio. So I grew up listening to every type of music. Yeah. Um, love Christian music. That's what I start my day off with usually. Um, but yes, no, everything. I love it. That's so great. So <laughs> you are a doula. I am. I've been a certified doula for over eight years now. A little over Okay, eight. tell me real quick what the difference is between a doula and a midwife. The big difference is the midwife is going to cast your baby. <laughs> I don't cast your baby. <laughs> I don't want to cast your baby. <laughs> and a lot of doulas are like, oh, oh, I hope I get that. I'm like, no, I don't want that. Like, I want to support the mommy, but I don't want the responsibility of the baby. Like, that's uh, a big deal. Okay. Um, so that's one of the biggest things. Um, Usually people, even still my family, they're like, are you a nurse? Are you a midwife? Are you, what are you? I'm like, no, I'm not a nurse. And I'm not a midwife. A doula is a person that gives, or a woman or, or person, I guess there could be males, I haven't met any, but that give that emotional support, physical support, um, and also have that knowledge of the health system, of the hospitals, of the process that the mommy's going through. Um, so they are more of a support for the mommy. Got it. Um, so it is more of tending to the mommy, getting her through her labor, um, helping her through her pregnancy, educating her, and then supporting her postpartum when she gets home. Um, so I don't catch the baby at all. I don't do any type of exams or how, you know, sometimes the moms will be like, can you check if I've dilated? I'm like, no, <laughs> I'm like, that's not what I do. Um, but by what the mommy's doing, by how she's acting, by the little signs her body's giving off, sometimes I have a good indication like, okay, you're further along now. Now the changes are happening. We could head over to the birth center or we could head to the hospital. Um, so that's kind of like what I do. My, um, my husband, when he's asked, because he got tired of saying doula, and he couldn't pronounce it. Nobody could understand it. They were like, a what? He was like, she's a labor coach. <laughs> she's a labor coach. Oh, okay. That's like, he simplified it. Cause he was like, babe, I'm done. <laughs> Cause he's like a doula. They're like, a what? <laughs> what is it? Exactly. Every time it's like, a what? Doula. A what? No, forget it. I'm so, a labor coach. <laughs> okay. So I, um, I gave birth to Nathi in a birthing center. So that's why when I was like, I had a midwife, did I have a doula? I'm like, what's what's the doula? Did I, maybe I missed her. I don't know. But <laughs> that's, um, that's why I was like, okay, what's the main difference? Maybe we have some mommy to bees or, you know, if, if you're watching and you know someone um, that could benefit from Juana and this information, please pass this along. We're going to try to get as much info as possible. But that's the main difference between mid midwife and doula. Exactly. You don't catch the baby. She is for the mom. And I love that because I feel like the mom gets neglected. Everything is about the baby and making sure that, but then like nobody walks her through like how she's supposed to recover, recover from that. Exactly. And that is, I had always wanted to be, I thought about being a labor and delivery nurse. Um, then I have the children, of course, before I did the, you know, before I went to school. And I did my AA, and after that, I was like, I want to go back, do my bachelor's, maybe I'll do the nursing. But I had the four kids at that point. So I was like, that's going to be so much time away from my babies. Mm -hmm. And I was, of course, working full time. 
So I actually, after I gave birth to AJ, um, my fourth, my last, um, I came across the word doula in a baby book. And I think it's what to expect when you're expecting. Like, I want to look up that book because I'm like, yeah. I'm sure that's I found it. Mm-hmm. And I remember I was in between. I had just finished my AA and I was like, I want to go do my bachelor's, but I'm not doing it for whatever, just to have a degree. Like it has to be in what I'm going to do. Mm-hmm. So I was in that in between and God was just like, here you go. And I was like, what is that? And I remember running to Andy and like, that's what I want to be. And the description was a woman that supports the mommy. And I was like, oh, okay. Um, and for me, it was just like, that was a happy medium in a way. Yeah. Between doing the whole nursing thing and having 12 hour shifts and being away from my children. And I still found a way to support mommies and kind of help them through because I knew I had four deliveries in the hospital. So I kind of knew what I was missing. Um, yeah. I had four deliveries in the hospital, no medication, but I had to fight to do that naturally in there. And the support was not there. Right. So at the other side, I was like, okay, this is a happy medium. This is just supporting the mommy. Um, I did my internship. I actually found um, a school here in Winter Garden. Um, okay. I was able to do my internship. It was about 18 months. I finished it in 12. I have no idea how I did that with four kids, a full-time job, a part-time, a husband, a dog, and a fish. <laughs> but uh, my children helped me through it, to be honest with you, and I have a very supporting husband. So I finished uh-huh. it in um, 12 months uh, with 16 deliveries instead of the 10 that I needed. Um, that were required so and after that I was like okay God was just like this is it like even going into my first delivery I was scared out of my mind but I was like I felt like I was doing and I was being of help and that was very important to me um, and I got got to see the difference between a nurse and yeah. a doula you know the nurse is going back and forth she has other patients of course she's charting on the computer I do not move away from my mommy I am there continuously constantly until that baby's born and she's holding that baby in her hands and even when the baby's born and everybody runs over to see the baby and forgets what the mama just did because i was like bro did y'all see that that was like eight pound four ounces that was with aj i was like where's everybody going (laughs) but knowing that and living through that i always stay with my mommies like everybody runs and the daddy usually feels secure that okay you i'm like i got it so i stay next to my mommy because she's still having stuff done because she's trying to look at her baby and see that the baby's okay yeah. Um, while everybody else runs to the baby so usually when the mommies get their babies for the first time they're still holding on to my hand because right. i do not let go of them um so that is very important and you're right mommies are very they're neglected in that time period because again it's all about the baby, it's the baby. i remember that i definitely remember that now that you explained it that way like i i see that all the time i mean you know like even afterwards like the postpartum the yeah. Like, thankfully, I had my my family that my grandmother would come over and my aunts and my mom and everybody would clean and do different things and help me. And so that way I could rest because, dang, that's a lot of work. (laughs) So start the process. Like, as soon as they find out they're pregnant, like, when do you jump into this whole thing? It depends on the mommy. Usually I get a lot of first time mommies. I am blessed with a lot of first time mommies, a lot of mommies or couples that are here and their families are not here. So they don't have a lot of support. Right. Um, I am, I am passed on word of mouth from mommy to mommy. I've been doing this over eight years and I really don't like put myself out there or advertise myself or anything like that. If I'm asked, I could talk about it all day, but I'm not like a, a seller. I'm, I've never been like that. So usually my mommies pass me on from one mommy to the other. So I do get a lot of mommies that are just like literally taking that pregnancy test and they're like, um, Juana, you know, someone so told me that you were great. I need you. <laughs> like, Help. Now, please, what do I do? <laughs> so I do get mommies that I work with very early on in their pregnancy. Um, usually doulas prefer 
towards the end, let's say 28 weeks, 30 weeks, because you're getting more towards the delivery. Um, so that's kind of like more exciting because you're getting more towards supporting them in that. But me, I love supporting and educating the mommy throughout. Um, I, you know, I create a little thing depending on the mommy. I really get to know the mommy. So I have a long time, a long period of time to get to know her, know what she's fearing, know what she's wanting for her birth. Um, so I get to kind of work with her and then see her through that labor and delivery. And then I have a calmer mommy, a mommy that maybe, no, I don't got it all together. I don't know. This is my first one, but I can figure this out. And if anything, I right, right. reach out to Juana. Um, you know, we love our families. Of course, me, I was here. I came from New York. So when I had my children, my mom, my family weren't here, except for my brother. Um, so I pretty much had to do that part alone a lot. Mm -hmm. um, but I also wanted to do things differently. You know, I'm Dominican. I was um, born in DR, but I was raised in New York since I was two and a half. My family's very traditional Dominican, very. I was a little bit more open-minded because I was raised in the United States. So I kind of didn't want to do everything the way they, you know, I wanted to hold on to some of my traditions, of course, but I yeah. wanted to mother in a different way. And every time I came and brought that up to my mom, it's like, no, you're not supposed to be holding the baby for so long. You're going to spoil it. I'm like, what? I'm like, it's crying. It's going to be okay. It develops its lungs. I'm like, you, you got to be, no. So for me, it was like, it was, I needed to find my mothering way. Um, yeah. You know, and it was really hard to do that with everybody's, you know, with my family's advice saying, do it this way. Um, mm -hmm. So I like that about me too, that I get mommies that I'm not your mom. I'm not your mother-in-law. I'm not your sister. You don't have to go back and forth. I am a person that's going to give you, okay, these are the options. Let's try this. Cause God made, made that baby for you. You know, right. what works for your sister might not work for you. And also when we get to that postpartum period that we feel very lonely um, because a lot of people don't talk about that part, new, you know, new mommies, even if it's your fourth kid and you're home most of the time alone with those kids, first week people are like, oh my gosh, I want to see the baby. Then after that, it's just you and that baby, you mm -hmm. and those kids, and you start feeling really lonely. Um, and at that point, postpartum depression could come in, a lot of things. So I have mommies that have that trust with me because we, I've walked through them with this journey. And they're yeah. like, well, is this normal? You know, I'm crying. Is this normal? And then I can help and guide them from there. Um, because I'm not your mom, because I'm not gonna judge right, you. Right, right. So that, that support is very important, even at that point. Um, yeah. Especially now with everything going on too. Definitely, I love how you have an open mind. I just wanna take a quick second to shout out everybody. I can see the comments, I can't respond back. But we've got Yvette watching, Jasmine's watching. Oh, hi, uh -huh. my husband's there. I don't know if he's still on, but. <laughs> um, and then we have Genesis. Oh, uh, look at my future doula doing her thing, doula girl. Everybody tells me I'm like, you better hurry up before I decide to retire. <laughs> Start popping them out. Listen, you are not retiring anytime soon. Okay, okay. <laughs> Yvette said that she wished she had you 15 years ago because I'm sure like this is something that it wasn't a thing. <laughs> like I'm sure like it probably and even now when you talk about it now you're hearing it a little bit more when i found it in the book i really was like this is something like for people to have money like mm -hmm. i can't how am i gonna afford that like what is that how um and i remember after we had aj and i told andy you know um what i wanted to do and all of that he's like why don't we have one i was like i don't know <laughs> i was like i've never i had never heard of it um right really, the hispanic community i had never really heard anyone talking about that I always imagine because I didn't want to have any medication that back in the days, mm. the women used to go over to the forest with a whole bunch of the women, have the baby <laughs> and then come back and continue cooking and be tended by women. Like I always kind of knew that or felt that, 
but it's just here in the environment of just going to the hospital like I had never. You just go to an OB. I didn't know anything about midwives. It was none of that. Um, right. And even now, sometimes when I speak to mommies, especially Hispanic mommies, they're like, what is that? And, you know, there's going to be a stranger in the room. Like, that's a very private event. And I'm like, well, I'm going to be one of the only people you know, because all the nurses, you're not going to know them. You exactly. know what doctor's going to be delivering the baby. That's right. So at least I know what you're fearing. I know what you're wanting. I know where your heart is when it comes to this experience. And I can guide you through it. Um, so that's a big difference. But now people are becoming a little bit more aware. Like I said, it's more of the way I'm passed on is by mommy, word of mouth. Definitely. I think, too, like if you were to do, um, I don't know, if there's like wait, like tips that you give mom. I know each pregnancy in each situation is different, but if you were just to do videos on like ways to relax, or if you're close to labor, this is how you can start exactly. you know, dropping or whatever, whatever those things are, you know? So. I do, I do some of them. I have a YouTube ch channel and I do some videos on there. Oh, um, yeah. It was definitely something that was out of my comfort zone, but yeah. God is funny like that. <laughs> and he always wants to. <laughs> so um, when I started doing that, I had a lot of um, even women that were like, oh my gosh, like, wait a minute, you're a doula? Like, you're a woman of color because a lot of, you know, doulas aren't aren't doula, um, women of color. So they were like, like from California, I have a friend in Las Vegas, like women that I've tried to, you know, mentor, give advice on, and they have found me through those videos. That's, um, awesome. that's pretty cool to do too, because again, and it was just a way to kind of tell people about it, um, to tell women that they do have that option, um, to have that support. Um, I have four, and if Andy would let me have another one, He'd sh he shut me down quickly. <laughs> he was like, we got two boys, two girls. We're perfect. We're good. Um, but I would have been like, I would have had to do that. It doesn't matter. And I've done it four times. I could probably do it by myself at this point, but no. Because again, that person is there for you. Right. Um, completely for you. And once you become a mother, you don't have that a lot. <laughs> so. Straight up. Do you, how many mommies do you usually, I guess, take on? I mean, I know you have like a span, you know, like it's not like, you have to book like a doctor's office, you know, but how many do you usually take on at a time? I honestly prefer to do one, do a month. Um, I only do two if I have like one of my volunteer mommies. Um, I volunteer for Orange County. So if um, they call me and they're like, "Wanna I have this mommy, can you work with her? Even if I have a client, a paying client, let's say I would still take her. Um, I always take those. I like to do one. Um, number one, I like to give that one-on-one. -on -one. And I like to yeah. build that relationship. And again, other doulas could do three, five, and all of this. But me, for what I feel God wants me to do, it has to be my focus on that one mommy. I'm going to give you my all. Also take into account that I have four kids and a husband and all of that other stuff. And I'm also currently a student at UCF pursuing my bachelor's degree. So it's like a whole bunch. So I do one a month. If I have one of my volunteer mommies, I'll take two. Um, and that's pretty much it. I also don't work with any backup doulas, um, which is okay. really hard. I know amazing doulas. But again, if I'm working with a mommy from some 12 weeks, I cannot send her someone else. It's like, not the same. It's not the same. It's not the for me. And again, it burns me more out because my deliveries could be three days. I've been at Winnie Palmer for three days where I don't see my mm -hmm. children. I'm wearing the same scrubs and I'm there supporting the mommy because I'm not going anywhere until you have that baby. Mm -hmm. um, so for me, if you have a backup, 12 hours, the next one comes in and you kind of go back and forth. So yeah. there's many benefits to having that. But my personality, the way I am and how I want to do this, um, I, only, I, I don't. I have to be there. Like The only reason I'm not going to be there is if I'm in the hospital. 
Like I had a baby born on my husband's on my husband's birthday. Literally, I got a Bahama breeze like with, with my my scrub smelling like brand new baby. Like I'm here, baby. I'm here. <laughs> that just shows like so much of your character. You know, like your heart behind it. It's not. You know, like I can't just be with this and train with you and like prep you and like you've gotten to know me, you know, and although, like you said, like the other doulas, I'm sure are just as amazing. Like it's just that personal factor that you need to be there for them. So I think that's definitely to be commended because that's huge. Yeah. Yeah. Like, no, Juana, you're doing that wrong, especially, you know, people in this profession, because, again, they're like, no, you're going to get burned out. But. I've been doing it for over eight years. Again, I like sticking to my one mommy a month. I'm good. Yeah. Before, and that has worked for me so far. I feel good doing it that way. That's awesome. I'm going to go a little bit more specific, I guess, just because I want this to be um, beneficial to someone that's watching. So money is an issue sometimes, right? Do you accept insurance? Is, you know, is that covered by the insurance? Are you self-pay only? Tell me what that looks like a little bit. Um, it depends. Some insurances do cover it. Okay. Um, so usually you have to check with the insurance, see if they do. What they do is some of them reimburse after and they need like my information so they could be able to go ahead and do all of that and then reimburse you. Um, okay. Some of them cover it. Um, I know that there's some insurances that have like, if you're between 16 and 21, it covers the full dual services because some of those younger mommies really need that support. And also if you're high risk. Um, yeah. So usually with that, you check with your insurance. Um, but I do, yes, take insurance, you know, insurance that cover me, of course. Um, I do, of course, like payment plans. I try my best to make it possible for every mommy that God puts in my path. Like mm-hmm. I try my best. I give them ideas as well. Usually I tell mommies too, like, you know, your baby shower, you know, you're going to have all these little cute clothes they're going to give you that they're going to, you know, grow out of. Instead, hey, I'm having a doula, um, you know, so they can kind of contribute towards that in that way. Um, mm-hmm. Usually mommies too, like my friends, they're like, they'll gift me for like two hours of postpartum to help out a mommy. That's a big oh, deal. Okay. That's a big deal. Um, so kind of doing that. And again, just kind of working with them. We could do down payment, little payments by little, work around theirs. Doulas will work with you on a sliding scale because they want you to have that support. Um, there's so many times I'm in a hospital with a mommy and I hear the mommy in the next room screaming. And I'm like, gosh, I wish I could be like 50 of me because I can help her. Like, why is she there alone? Like, there should be doulas in every hospital. Like, I don't, I don't understand that. Um, right. It is something that should be available to women. So I definitely do my best to try to make that possible. I have never turned away a mommy because of money. You know, we're going to make it work. We're going to do something. I love um, that. Mm. That makes me so happy. Yes. <laughs> I'm oh. telling you, I saw that with like this for people that have money. So I can't be. And again, for me, I don't do it, to be very honest, Lauren, I don't do it for the money. No, I do it because God put me on this. That's why I only take one a month. Um, But I don't. I obviously have to feed the kids I have, you know, Andy would like some help with that. <laughs> so it is, and it is, um, and it is my time. Um, I'm also very selective with a mommy. When I go for an interview, I'm interviewing that mommy too. Mm-hmm. I have to make sure that that connection is there. Um, Tell me what I'm that looks gonna, like. I'm going to yeah. be of help to that mommy. Tell me what that looks like, that interview, because I know that I've worked, um, my mentor now, but like, she's also like a counselor. So she would tell me that she interviews her clients beforehand, you know, she just, I need to make sure that we're going to fit and that I'm able to help you. 
Exactly. Um, like if I sense that our personalities are going to clash or whatever, then it's it's just not nope. worth it for you or for me. So tell me what that looks like in your case. Um, I do the same thing. I usually do like when a mom reaches out to me, we'll talk on the phone and I can kind of get an idea as to what do you know about a doula? How do you think she could be of help to kind of see where she's at? Um, and then we do what's called the meet and greet. Meet and greet. We go to Panera Bread. Usually that's my spot. And we just meet. It's very, sometimes she comes with a hubby, sometimes she doesn't. It just depends. And it's just very casual. We're just meeting up. There's no obligations. There's no fee, no nothing. So we can see if we make a good connection. And that's exactly the way I say it over the phone. Um, there has to be a good connection. Usually when I sit with a mommy, I'm like, have you interviewed any other doulas? And they're like, well, no. And I'm, but we want you. No. You go and you interview two more. Three is the max, let's say. Because I'm like that. I'm like, you can't give me too many um, options. Do three. Mm -hmm. See who you feel the strongest connection with, then you go with that. Um, and I always do that. And usually mommies are on the table like, no, but I want you. And I'm like, no, you're going to go do somebody else. And then you come back and you tell me if you really want me. Because again, I have to, I also myself have to feel that connection. Um, that's how I take away from my children. I, I love being a doula, but I love being a child of God and I love being a mother. Um, so I know that if I go with you to a delivery, I can be there three days. I can be there 30, 24 hours. It can be whatever. Cause I'm not leaving until you have that baby in your arms. Mm -hmm. So that is time I'm taking away from my children. So I have to give value to that as well. Um, yeah. So I've kind of, and again, also if I don't, if you wouldn't sit down with me for coffee, I always tell mommies that like, don't take me. <laughs> like if you would not sit down with me, have coffee, want to be my friend, like do not take me. That's, that's right. Because <laughs> if not, I'm not going to be of service to you the way you need me to. Because when I tell you, not dying and you tell me yes i am <laughs> and i tell you no you're not if we have that relationship and we are getting we're good then you're gonna trust me and yeah. you're gonna allow me to guide you mm -hmm. but if there's that thing with personalities and we weren't really good from the beginning it's like no is 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 definitely not worth it no matter how much it is or how short it's gonna be it doesn't matter to me um i'm not gonna be of service in, in the way that i'm supposed to be right um, so yes i go in there and i interview and then i tell them usually at the end of it you know, I'll send you the contract. Let me know. I don't put any type of pressure. I don't do any of that. Let me know. Reach out to me if you want to continue with the process and I'll send you my contract. Um, I have had mommies that I'm like, mm, this is not. And God tells me like right away, like Juana. And I'm like, okay, I'm, I listen. I do not play with that. Um, and at that point, I refer them. You know, I'll think about a doula that maybe can match better with their personality. Yeah. And I'll reach out to that doula and say, hey, are you available for this date? Um, and then I'll go ahead and do that. So that's usually what I do if I don't feel that connection. Cause I, I, you know, I, I would hate to be like, I can't, I don't feel you. <laughs> but then <laughs> so, that makes sense because you don't want to be like, I'm not the one by like do the research, be like, this isn't the right fit, but I have someone who could be for you. So I think that's and I've had doulas. I do that too. Like doulas will reach out to me and say, Juana, I met someone this mommy and I think she'll be a perfect fit with you. Yeah. Refer them to me like that too, which is a blessing. Like every time I get a doula do that, I'm like, I just feel so like, thank God that they're, you know, that I'm being of help and that they're trusting. Cause I don't refer people like that. <laughs> like It has to be like, we're legit and I know you're good because I don't, you know, so when people do that, I'm like, I'm doing what I'm supposed to be doing. So that always that. Mm -hmm. That's so huge. Um, let me see. Does anyone in the comments have any questions or anyone watching have any questions? You can drop them there. Um, but we'll just end with this. Um, I don't know. Maybe do you have some advice or encouraging word for, I don't know, maybe 
um, a pregnant mommy or maybe someone that just had a baby, you know, and they're, they're, so I'm having a hard, I think one of the things that I'm having a really hard time with right now is hearing people say to new mommies, um, you know, uh, the most important thing is that you have a healthy baby and a healthy mama. So you're fine. Um, that is true. That is very important. That is always on the top of the list. Healthy baby, healthy mama. But your experience through that labor and delivery carries on with you after. When you're home postpartum with that baby and you're trying to breastfeed them and you're frustrated and you're trying to learn and you don't know if they're getting enough and you're thinking, maybe I made the wrong choice by you know saying yes to the C-section or doing it this way because it's not what you had envisioned. Mm-hmm. Those feelings affect you and you have to heal from that while you're trying to learn to be a mommy. You can't put that part on home. So when you have a new mommy that ended up, let's say with a C-section or ended up in the hospital instead of a birth center like she wanted, and you tell them the most important, like, what are you complaining about? You're fine. Like the most important thing is that your baby's fine and you're fine. That's not it. You gotta kind of love them and give them the space to feel how they feel because they have a right to feel that way. Um, And I am seeing that with a lot of new mommies with everything that's going on. Um, and we're not having the right support. Yeah. That they make those decisions. Like when I'm in that room with that mommy, that's why I don't leave because I want to make sure that if you made this decision later on, I'm not going to have to, you know, you're not going to have to heal from that because you're going to know, Wanda, that's the route we, we have to go. So I'm good. It's not what I wanted, but I'm good. Um, so a lot of that takes into that. Um, I always tell mommies like, ask, you know, maybe you think that this is a lot of money ask. You're not going to lose anything by reaching out and asking. Anytime I post anything on Instagram or anything like that is not to promote in any way, but it's so mommies could know that this is available, that you deserve to have that support. Um, That's going to make a difference as to how you're going to mother and how you're going to feel when you're holding that baby. As to how you support it throughout it. Um, Mm -hmm. If it's not for you, it's not for you. But, and again, I haven't really met a mommy. Like I had one mommy, um, she was having her second and she said, when I did the first at the birth center, she was like, but I just, I love your energy. Like, I just need you to be there telling me, reminding me that you have four without no medication in your life. Yeah. I'm like, girl, I got you. <laughs> she didn't need the lovey touchy, the feelings. She didn't need that. She just needed that, you know, encouragement. You got yeah. this, you know, because sometimes your family members, they see you in pain and they don't know if you got it. They're scared. They don't know what to do. They have no idea. So it's like, you know how to read them and know exactly what they need. And part of, you know, that goes into getting to know them, that interview, walking through them and not just leaving them, you know, if you have an emergency, you know what I mean? Like exactly. all of that, like builds on I top of each other, you know? Yep. So there's a couple of questions. So any advice for breastfeeding moms? Um, she does help mommies after birth in the postpartum department. So any advice for a mom that might be struggling to breastfeed? She feels like she's not producing any milk, any like foods she can eat or. Absolutely. Um, I don't know. Oatmeal is great. Oatmeal oh, yeah. is great. Um, another thing that is really great is the hot chocolate, but not like the hot chocolate powder that we buy. No, like the bar from like the Mexican stores, the Hispanic stores and actually melting the chocolate in the milk is really helpful. Um, something else I'm finding that is amazing, and I actually start working with my mommies um, early on in their pregnancy with it, is introducing coconut oil and ghee into their diet. What Whether is that it be, one you said? Um, the ghee is clarified butter. They sell oh. at all of these Publix. Um, it's delicious. It's just clarified butter, but it's really, really good and healthy. 
Okay. So what it does is those are healthy fats. Um, you can be drinking a whole bunch of water and you could have a whole bunch coming out and it's not doing much for that baby. Because there's no nutrition. Because it has to be high. You have to have that high in fat. Got it. Um, so it has to be a combination of both. It's just not the quantity is also the quality. Mm, um, so good. Incorporating that in coconut oil in the smoothie. You don't even taste it. Putting it over a salad and doing the ghee when you're frying some eggs or something like that. Very simple. And again, you're going to go ahead and see, especially if you're pumping or anything like that, you're going to see where the fat separates to the top of the milk. And mm-hmm. you're going to be like, that line is going to get thicker. That's going to hold that baby and satisfy it for longer periods as well because the breast milk processes so quickly throughout um, their bodies. But breastfeeding is hard. Hard. <laughs> Sometimes I'm like, I would give birth to the four kids without drugs again. <laughs> Not to, Because it is hard. No, so yeah. Getting that support. So some mommies, they pop them on there and it's great. I was not one of those mommies for none of the four. <laughs> so for me, it was really hard. So yeah. when a mommy, when I'm working with a mommy and she's telling me I want to breastfeed, I start working very early, very early with her. So that way, when we get there, things are, again, you don't know how the baby's going to be. It's a learning thing for both mommy and baby. But then the mommy's like, well, I remember you told me this. Okay. Oh, the fat is good because I've been doing this. So it kind of helps a little bit. But That's definitely awesome. support. Awesome. Okay. So... That's for any breastfeeding moms. Um, do you have any advice for someone looking to pursue becoming a doula? Oh, yes. Do some, um, what I did was, I just did some research locally. You could do and get certified by DONA, which is international. I think they're the biggest ones. Um, I wanted to go that route, but I didn't because I wanted something here. Like, I wanted something face-to-face. Like, everything I know is online and everything is... But I want, if it was something like that, like I needed to do my internship with mommies here, go to the hospital, see how that is. Um, So definitely do a search here. You could, you know, reach out to me and I'll definitely go ahead and guide you and tell you what I kind of found in the, in this area in Orlando. Um, Mm -hmm. But definitely do first a search for local um, schools. Local schools. Okay. Mm -hmm. That's awesome. So, um, Local schools, that's it. Just search in your local area so that way you can have that face-to-face with exactly. um, your mommy and that intimacy um, with her throughout that journey. So Sheila's asking, is there a birth center you recommend? I have not been to all of them, to be honest with you. Um, the one in Winter Garden where I did my internship is great. Um, I, of course, have more history with them and have had a lot of mommies going there. Um, is the birthplace for with um, Jenny Joseph. Um, she's amazing. Um, I also just had a delivery at Heart to Heart. That was my first one in Sanford, I believe. They were really nice. They were amazing as well, especially with all everything that's going on. Um, and Tree of Life, I've also heard very good reviews from. That's awesome. And I had my daughter in Inspiration, which is in Winter Park. Um, that was eight years ago, but it was an amazing experience. Whenever I do decide to have another baby, I will definitely go that route of doing a natural birth. I had an amazing experience with them. So those are a few that you can check out um, and, you know, do your own homework, do your own research. um, So that way you can find the one that fits you best. How did you go that route, Lauren? That's what I was going to ask you too. Check it out. So I threw, um, I guess the county, they offer Lamaze classes. So through that, I was... I went to a regular OB throughout my whole pregnancy up until maybe like eight months. 
I made the switch over very late in my pregnancy because I was going through the Lamaze classes. They were teaching me about breathing and, you know, the hospital and they they might try to push the epidural on you. And I was just like, I do not want to do that. So then I found one that accepted my Medicaid. You know, I found one that accepted the insurance that I had. And that's the route I went. So um, it was definitely different because they had you check your your urine for like blood count and like it was it was just weird. I was like, what am I? Do? You trust me? I don't know what I'm doing. Are you sure? Like what? Like what? Is <laughs> so I did that, and then it was funny because I actually I was still in school. Um, I was 19 when I had my baby. I was super, super young, but um, I was still in school. I had an appointment. So I was living in Kissimmee at the time and it was in Winter Park. So I went from school to my appointment. Um, I saw, you know, the midwife and they were like, wow, you have a high blood count. My feet were super swollen. They're like, you're good. Go home, get some rest. I go home to take a nap. This By this point, it's maybe like four or five in the afternoon. Um, I lay down for like five minutes and my water breaks. And I'm like... I was just over there. Like I was just, just over there. <laughs> um, and then from there, like I had a super smooth pregnancy. Like I was in labor all day. I didn't realize it then, but there was a lot of pressure. Um, I was in class and I couldn't sit down. I was pacing at the back of the classroom. Wow. Um, so then my water breaks. Um, by the time we get to the the birth center, five hours later, I had her at eleven thirty wow. at night. That is awesome. For and we're gone and back in my house by 10 the next morning. Like, oh it was goodness. boom, boom, chop, chop, like super fast. <laughs> People get surprised about that a lot, you know? And usually when I was, um, I used to work part-time at the birth center and I would give tours and people would be like, so you leave the same day? And I'm like, usually it's the dads. They're like, what do you mean? Like, why would you? So I'm like, bro, you're going to have it for the next 18 years. Like, <laughs> what's the difference? But they would get scared because they're like, well, we thought we stayed like overnight, like the hospital. And I'm like, it's very different. Um, I commend you because, you know, I didn't do the research. I didn't think about a birth center. I didn't do any of that. I was like, oh, it's the hospital. That's where you go. I just knew I did not want any medication. I just wanted the baby exactly the way God made it. And I figured if so many women did it before me, then why can I do it? If I have the same equipment, unless you tell me I can't medically, then I can get this done. Right. Um, so that's always my approach to it. Um, yeah. But I never thought about a birth center ever. Actually, in the last one I did with AJ, but Andy was like, um, you could do the whole natural thing. But because I was his first child, um, I had already had the three. I was like, I can pretty much do this by myself at this point right here at home. <laughs> but he was like, you could do the whole natural thing. But he's a very type A. He was yeah. like, but I want to be in the hospital in case there's an emergency. While I just want it there. So yeah. I kind of respected that that was his first child, you know, and I wanted him to have the experience. Yeah. Um, so I was like, I, but I literally, I think I, we got there like around six in the morning and AJ was born at nine something. So I just went in there to push out, push out the baby. And then it was, he was born on a Monday and Tuesday I was home. The nurse was like, you sure you don't want to stay another day? I was like, no, miss. She was like, but it's four kids. I'm like, I'm going to have to go back to them anyway. <laughs> so you can have a break. I'm like, miss, no, just send me back. <laughs> right. I'd rather be in my own bed. Thank you. Yes. So, but it is also very different because mommies think that a lot too. Some mommies think, mm -hmm. and I've had mommies, I said an interview and they're like, are you like crunchy granola? And I'm like, what? And they're like, I don't know if I want to go without drugs. Like, I don't know if I need it, then I want it. And I'm like, this a doula is not just for a mommy that wants to do it all natural. Um, do I have most of my mommies that I get through naturally? Yes. Again, because of that continuous support, I think right. makes a 
difference and because of that trust that we've built. Um, but whether it is an epidural, and even if you get an epidural, I'm not going anywhere. Usually the mommies will be like, I'm sorry, Juana, are you leaving? I'm like, no, what are you talking about? <laughs> like, I'm not going I'm anywhere. Do, regardless. Yes, I'm like, we're still going to be doing stuff because no, yeah. it doesn't matter. And we still can do stuff because again, sometimes that works differently. You know, sometimes mm -hmm. an epidural for some mommies, oof, you're done and fine. Some of them, it delays the labor and mm -hmm. some of them end up in a C-section. So if you're doing different things, even with going that route, um, then you have a better chance. Right. Um, so whether it be natural, whether it be at a hospital, whether it be at home birth as well, which I absolutely love, um, it doesn't matter. It's just having that support and that person that's going to keep you a step ahead. I go, yeah. okay, Dr. Min, you have a chance and you have an opportunity to ask questions. Speak to your husband. You have a moment. So you yeah. don't feel like you have to say yes to everything because, you know, they're the doctors and you're at the hospital. No, you have that time. Um, so they could be of support, whether it's natural or whether you're going to go medicated either way. I love, I love that you bring that up. Cause I'm sure a lot of moms think that it has to be all natural. That's not what this is for. This is to show you that, um, just like you have coaches in life and mentors, exactly. in life, like you have a doula to coach you through that labor process and someone that knows the lingo that knows exactly. um, what the doctors are talking about and can, if they suggest something, she can further elaborate and explain so that you're not left in the dark. So exactly. that's super great. Um, I know someone was asking for your Instagram. I believe Sheila answered curlydula.juana, right? Yes. So follow Juana on Insta, curlydula.juana. Um, if they're interested, how would you recommend anyone reaching out to you, maybe either for questions or for services? They could, where can they find you? They could definitely do Instagram. I'm always on Instagram, so they could reach out that way with a private message. Um, Facebook as well, Juana Brown with an E. Um, and my email address is Juana, um, L2011 at gmail.com as well. Um, definitely, please, if you have any questions, even if, again, you could think, well, I don't know if this is for me acts it doesn't hurt to ask um to have a conversation and then you could determine from there if it's something you want to invest in it's just like you were saying too lauren like usually i get people like well we're about to have a baby like to put this extra money i'm like well when you gonna get married you do counseling right like when mm -hmm. there's so many ways when you're gonna go ahead and be a lawyer you do all these things to prepare yourself for that right like, you're about right. to be a parent which is like the biggest like role you're going to have. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. And again, you're not going to know everything, but to feel a little bit more prepared gives you that encouragement to figure it out, mm. you know, and not kind of just give up in certain areas. Um, and I think that's very important to prepare yourself. Um, and this is a way um, to do that. And I don't leave my mommies. Usually after, like, I'll still have, I'll go do my postpartum. I always include a postpartum. Always. Because I can't, I have to see how the mommy's doing. I have to see how her emotional state is to know if I have to guide her, hey, tell the doctor this, or let's look at this, um, and to help her with the newborn. I specialize in newborn care, so to kind of help her with that. Um, awesome. So I have to do that. Um, that's just where my heart is, to make sure that the mommy is okay at that point. Um, but you get doulas also that go in for that postpartum period and even extend it. If you have a mommy that's struggling a little bit more, or... Um, the partner's working and she's more alone and doesn't have family here, then I'll have families that will be like, Wanna, can you come two days, you know, for the next week just so you could give a little bit of help and with breastfeeding or helping with this. Um, so that is also a way that they come in handy as well. That's beautiful. Well, thank you so much for your time. Thank you for your wisdom and your energy. This thank is so much fun. Me. This is so much fun. Yes, thank, thank you. So much. 
to everyone that was watching. I hope this was helpful for you, beneficial. Um, if you're thinking of maybe becoming a doula or you know a mommy that could benefit from this information or even um, Juana's services, make sure to share this with her. Um, so that way she can definitely um, have access to the information. So thank you all so much. Wanna stay on, don't get off, but I'm gonna end this live and we will see everyone on the next Let's Meet for Coffee. Yay! Bye! <laughs>